This episode is brought to you by Tidal. Tidal is a global music and entertainment platform that brings artists and fans together through unique music and content experiences. If your ears yearn for something better, it is hard to beat Tidal, streaming with its combo of lossless CD quality streams on its entire catalog and its worthy catalog of high resolution tracks. Tidal's premium and hi-fi tiers are what all diehard audiophiles need to get the most out of the truly high fidelity music from any music streaming service. If you are part of this distinguished category, you owe it to yourself to try out Tidal. As a thank you for listening to the Words with Wade podcast, you can start your 60-day free trial by using the code WADE60. That's Wade with the number 60 on the Tidal app or their website, Tidal.com. Yeah, back on vacation. Time to send your bros on a permanent vacation, though. Check my track record. Respect is my black Lexus. Expect me to act reckless. I'm rich and I'm mass necking. I'm mink with half leopard. My drinks in my glass separate. I'm rolling, I have breakfast. Let's stroll through my last message like, niggas can't be serious. Never that Libby shit, shit. I'm mysterious. Move mystique on them. Don't increase on them. Those of you who can't let the whole song. I'm not going to let the whole song. Let's shit. They coming heavy. The guard of the Serengeti. I charge with a large machete. And cause for your starving belly. Like, uh, you should have known I was serious. Still the prettiest. Point blank, period. Feeding while alligators on swamps. Got miles and acres. No cough. Whether it's freestyle or written down on paper. So far, I've been down for maybe a decade. I'm still the rawest plus weight. And Farrah Garmas. Cause the made jury's on us Garments, fly apartments They bug and say Nostradamus This wasn't one of my hardest Soul over a mill regardless Chill with them hard looks I spark clips If you blood a Muslim Five or six Guard a crib Fresh off vacation Be back <laughs> <laughs> You know what's so funny about that? You know what's so funny about that? Is because I didn't hear any of that music at all. All I saw you was bumping real hard and <laughs> that's hilarious. Egg was having so, a ball. Look, you know what? And I think that's what made it even more fun because I couldn't hear the music, but boy, were you feeling it. <laughs> I was in it. I was so <laughs> Wade is the you only nigga that comes just back by watching you, sir. Wade is the only nigga that comes back from vacay with a whole theme song. Hey. <laughs> motherfucking equalizer. Listen, who does this? A Ziga, the motherfucking equalizer, yo. I and I'll be honest, I have forgot about that track. Oh, that's one of my favorite AZ track, Easy and Nas tracks of all time. Hey man, listen. My my new theme for these last few weeks is who does this? <laughs> like, who, who does this? Clearly Wade Blogs does this. Yeah, I know. Worldwide Wade, we're back in the building. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Talk your shit, E. Talk your shit. Uh, <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Uh, <laughs> shit, it's episode 170 yep. of the Words of Wade podcast. I, of course, am your host, Worldwide Wade. AKA Wade Blogs, AKA Mr. Creative Pro Quo, AKA B. Wait for it. I know y'all been waiting a long time, but still. Cheesing so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can't even tell y'all on the show how funny I've been with this shit. My God. <laughs> uh, my God, my God. <laughs> y'all be walking through the house like. <laughs> <laughs> And ain't nobody there with your ass. Nobody. Look, the kids be looking at me like, come on, Bob. 
You walk <laughs> past the mirror and point to the mirror like, yeah. Yeah, like, nigga, you all right. This nigga stupid. Wade blogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the longest shit of them. Um, yeah, adjoining uh, me, uh, as always. <laughs> Listen, Uncut Nation, it's such an inside joke. I can't even share with y'all. My God. This nigga Wonderful. got a whole whole new apparatus. You understand me? <laughs> Listen, look, you see, I can't stop, right? My whole shit just, my cheeks hurt. My cheeks hurt. <laughs> Wade Beeman, Willie Beeman. Straight up. Straight up. Uh, joining me as always, y'all. Uh, uh, what I'm going to start with? Well, no, Aunt Scandula Davis, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Uh-huh. Harum or Miss Harum, uh huh, uh huh, aka Nisa Moore, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh huh, uh huh. Scan is here, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, y'all. That shit still tickles me every time. Know, right? hey, I'm y'all. here, y'all. <laughs> I'm here, y'all. The modesty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm humbled to be here. <laughs> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, throw out the dungeons of rap. Shit. Hey, niggas don't make it back. <laughs> <laughs> G is here, y'all. Chill. What's going on, good people? So listen, um, we've been going for like two weeks. Stuff happened. Life is good. Life is wonderful. Fresh off vacation. Uh, I can't even share with you, Uncut Nation, what's been going on, but it's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. So because of the things that have happened in the last two weeks, um, y'all don't get a lot more from us. Some visuals, some other things, you know. Life's good. Who else does this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who does this? <laughs> like this guy. Hey man, sometimes the the dopest thing about some things is that you do what you actually say you're gonna do. I think the illest compliment somebody's ever gave me in my entire life was, "You are who you say you are." That's you a dope compliment. <laughs> like, That's a dope compliment. So, you know what I mean? That's that's all I can say about that. That's all I can say about that. Um, but listen, I know y'all missed us. We missed y'all. Got a lot going on, a lot to get to. So without further ado, let's jump right into the shits and get to what we like to call the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. <laughs> we got one. We got one. <laughs> Like I said, Um, I'm here. I show up at the right time. There you go. (laughs) So, hey, big thing happened this weekend, just past, uh, not weekend, I'm sorry, it was Thursday? Yeah, Thursday night. Thursday night. 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. Um, A lot of people have engaged in hyperbole saying this was a huge moment in hip-hop. SAT Um, word. Thank you. Thank you. I went to college for one year. Um, Uh, I think it was a huge moment in Atlanta hip hop and Atlanta culture, but the the verses between Gucci Mane and Jeezy. Um, For those who don't know, I'm not going to get into the particulars of why this was a big deal, but this was some real beef shit that went on between them two, like some real street shit, niggas die, like real shit. (laughs) So for them to be in, in the same room on some music shit, was a big deal. It's something that a lot of people thought would never happen. Uh, and I, 18, 20 year beef. Yeah, they've been beefing for 20 years. And honestly, it felt like they were still beefing at some points to the verses. <laughs> um, yeah. 
but it, it, and I hate to use this example, but I'm using it because it's the only way some people don't understand. Gucci and Jeezy sitting down and, and essentially squashed it is, a, is the Atlanta equivalent of Pac and Vicky. You know what I'm saying? It's the Atlanta equivalent, not hip hop. So don't run with that. Don't say wait. <laughs> don't don't say wait with that. Uh, but a lot of shit happened. And Uncanation, y'all know we like keeping honest with y'all and upfront with y'all. Um, I'm not a huge fan of either one of these artists musically. Everybody knows Gucci's a savage. Everybody knows Jeezy got an Asian girlfriend. We all know this stuff. Uh, what is him having an Asian girlfriend? I don't know. I just do that. I just do that out. The price of ten chess. Not a fucking thing. I just do it. Is that your only way to reference? Because that's a, that little meme that was going around. Or yeah, or that's that's. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that was his way of trying to just make a reference in case someone didn't know who the fuck he was. Yeah. The show. Yeah, but he's I the new Montel Montel Jordan. No, Montel Williams. I said Montel Jordan. Montel Williams. He's the, he's the new Montel Williams. Hey man, in case you know, and, and um, that's my point of reference. They're like Jeezy, Jeezy, who you know, he dating the um, the Asian chick, the Asian chick, the Asian chick. You know, Jeezy got the Asian. That's chick. terrible. That's he terrible. <laughs> because he's, he's, he's crossed over to a certain board. More people know her than know him. I mean, do they listen? Yeah, to her her star is bigger than his. I know, um, but we're talking about fans listening to the show. Yeah, and for our purposes, for the Uncut Nation, they're going to know, they don't know who she is. They just know Jeezy. Yeah, they know Big Snow. Yeah, they know Snow. <laughs> they know Snow. snow. <laughs> what Gucci called, they know Snow Cone. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci was disrespectful this entire thing. The whole, bro, I didn't even watch, I didn't even watch the joint in its entirety to keep it a buck. I saw the highlights, but every highlight I saw until the very last highlight, Gucci was disrespectful. <laughs> the entire fucking time. Listen, that nigga is a savage. Yeah, listen. For years, I've heard Gucci's a savage. For years. Uh, <laughs> and he definitely showed it in this verse. It's like, the meme that I saw that had me weak was, they was like, uh, real Gucci and clone Gucci fighting over the body, like, like, like Professor Club and Buddy Love. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like at moments he'll be a savage, then he'll be polite. It's like, huh? It was confusing as fucking sometimes. The crazy part about it is um, there was a part, and I can't really explain it because like I said, it's street shit. I don't want to get into street shit. But the part where, um, I guess the part that everyone's grasped to or, or gravitated to was when um, Gucci brought up Jesus homeboy Pookie Lope. And the story behind that, without getting too much into it, Pookie's of course no longer here. <clears throat> um, what Gucci said, Gucci said we're smoking that Pookie Lope tonight, something like that. And and Jesus was like, I tell you what, Jesus said, I tell you what, like 800 times this entire show. Uh, but he tried to, I don't like saying the high road because I don't feel like ignoring disrespect is the high road. Like I, I hate, I wish we could get rid of that, that assumption. Like somebody disrespects you and you ignore it. You're, you're so mature now. No, I can beat your ass be mature. Now, I, I will say, I, I see what you're saying. Um, and I don't want to use the whole turn of the cheek analogy and right, all right. of that, but um, for lack of a better phrase, 
Jeezy outclassed him. I can't argue with that. Um, in that context, uh, I think I think Jeezy came to do a versus, and, and Gucci came to battle. You know what I'm saying? Dead. I think I think that was a difference because Gucci started off with round one, which is a Jeezy diss. <laughs> like you start the verses with a diss song to his, yeah, you know I mean, it's again unconditional for those people who don't know. Gucci starting off with round one is the equivalent of Pac starting off with hit him up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we supposed to be cool and well, not so much not, not so much supposed to be cool, but it's supposed to be as as Swiss and Timbo call it now, a celebration of right, right. Of, of music and catalog. And the first thing you pull out your bag is <laughs> you talking you talking cash shit. Crazy, crazy shit. The first thing you say is that's why I fucked your bitch. You know, I, I, I can't get over that. It, it just showed me the, the tone and, and the mindset of both. You know what I mean? And I think, I think Jeezy had it. Like I said, I think Jeezy came for a versus and thought we're going to play records and we're going to squash it and it's going to look good for Atlanta. And I think Gucci was like, oh, fuck this man. <laughs> I'm about to show y'all niggas I'm nicer than him in, in, in so many terms. Yeah, because goddamn... Gucci security outside was crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, the armed security. Um, on both sides of each cars, moving with the cars. With that the vest and all that, the AKs. Bro, that was, yeah, that shit was nuts. Gucci, Gucci came for some shit. Gucci yeah, that nigga, shit. That, nigga, that nigga had a president's detail. That nigga had POTUS detail. Yeah, that's a fact. Listen, it was, it was one of those moments. It was a great moment for Atlanta hip-hop, Atlanta culture. Um, I'm short. I'm short to say it's a great moment in hip hop in general because, again, not a lot of people outside of the area or not a lot of people are fans of, of Gucci. Jeezy has kind of crossed over, but everyone knows who they are. Yeah, because he got the Asian girl. Yeah, yeah, he got the. I'm the joking. Girl. I'm joking. For <laughs> anybody out there for Uncut Nation, I'm joking. It's a joke. These these are the jokes. This is what y'all come for, right? Yeah. Whenever, whenever people listen to the show, first thing they say, y'all are so funny. These are the jokes. Yeah, these are the jokes. <laughs> we don't uh, write them. We don't write them. These fly from hip. Hey, man. I'm freestyling. I'm freestyling. It's I all know freestyling. that's what I'm here for. He's <laughs> all freestyling. I always got a joke, you know. Scamby's <laughs> uh, uh, throwing them joints. Yeah, she's sliding them joints. And she got a slatter. Like, you know that, you know that. <laughs> The, when you go to the bullpen and get the pitcher, like, yo, give me the lefty. They got the slatter. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's when Scan, you got hit. Scan got the slatter. <laughs> I don't know he's it. Just, he's just not smart. He's just <laughs> <not> smart. <laughs> smart, right? Think smart. He don't think smart. He don't, he just look like he don't think smart. He don't think smart. He don't think smart. And that episode was through the roof, I want to say. Oh, my God. That shit was funny. <laughs> listen, listen, the numbers on Think Smart, Uncanation, go back and listen to Think Smart. That episode went through the roof. That was oh I'm just saying, God. look, listen, listen. Apparently, him not being smart, it's not doing him so bad. It's not Man. doing him so bad. It's a, my uncle used to always say, God takes care of the fools and babies. Yeah. Bad part is just makes it harder for us regular bitches because they think that the shit's supposed to work. But you know, keep trying, guys. Keep trying. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go back in my corner now. You you know? 
So listen, I don't want I don't want to dwell on the the Gucci and Jeezy verses because unfortunately I'm I'm not qualified enough to, to do it. I'm just being honest with y'all. Um, I can't give y'all a qualified opinion on a lot of these songs. You know, my 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 knowledge of Gucci and Jeezy is not that extensive. So y'all don't say I'm not hip hop or whatever. That's fine. I don't give a fuck. Uh, life is good. Uh, <laughs> And okay, Nas. To Wale's album. And okay, Nas. Okay, Nas. <laughs> With the life is good. Hey, you know the kid got his chip tooth fix. Hair with a bottle for sizes. Oh uh, nah, listen. <laughs> now we're acting up. Acting up. I don't know. Listen, I don't know how to act. This nigga even... about to be acting up for the rest of 2020. Hey, <laughs> hey. That is about to be on. Wait till New Year's. Wait till New Year's. Who does it? New Year's. That's all I gotta say. See, I can't even say. I'm gonna say it later on. You gotta remind me, G. I'm gonna say it later on, cause I got that. No, nah, I can't even say it right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna forget. It. Probably, but that's okay. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm remember. I'm remember. Um, Do what remember. I will, what I will say about the verses is, um, I can't pick a winner or a loser. A lot of people are saying that, you know, Jeezy won because he held his exposure through Gucci for lack of a better word, baiting him into something serious. Um, you know, he tried to talk about, Gucci said he has um $10,000 outfit on. Jeezy said he owned 10, 000, he owns half of Atlanta, which, okay, that's fine. I mean. Yeah, it was the, um like, next time we do a versus, let's do a jury versus. I got $5 million on right now. And Jeezy was like, let's do a real estate versus. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was it was a lot. Of, like I said before, you could tell from the demeanors of each that Gucci wanted a battle. Like he wanted an old school, like, hey, you about to battle, nigga. I hate you. Fuck your mother. Let's go. Shit like that. Jesus was just like, hey, let's play some records. It's cool. <laughs> I got some records I want to play. And then he released a single with Rick Ross after the whole thing. So I will tell y'all, hey, the whole the whole thing is up available on YouTube if you want to watch the entire battle. Shout out to everyone who definitely hit me up. One thing I will say about these verses, first off, y'all need to take them back to doing them on Sunday nights. That's the first thing. <laughs> this this middle of the week shit, Swiss, nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. And, and these niggas being 45 minutes late for verses, nah. Y'all gonna have an opening act or something because we, we can't be doing that shit. We got stuff to do. Niggas got life. But that's why I ain't watched that shit. After after I hit about 30 minutes and them niggas ain't sure, I was like, all right, I, I can be doing something else. Yeah, I was there. I, I mean, I was there for the whole 45 or whatever. I, for, for the whole verses, it just it just didn't like I said, I don't come from the era, so it didn't, it didn't um intrigue me like that um, i'm not an atlanta dude you know what i mean so and there's no disrespect because i know a lot of people be like well y'all hate on the south no nah, i love the south it's just those just not two of my artists you know i, I get down with it yeah and i'm not going to be i'm not going to be fake and try to talk about something i don't know about exactly now that that outcast and trab joint before we get to that one thing i do want to talk about is um well no let's get to the outcast and trab because that was talked about before this even happened that I don't even think this goes back to my long standing theory with it. I, I hate those battles 
because it's going to be bias. an East Coast bias. Yeah, it's going to be East Coast bias, and I don't think you can get away with it. I think people are are. It's kind of like racism sometimes. People don't know they're being racist, but they're racist. It's like I think, people- I think with Trap and Outcast, I I don't think it's going to be a bias as far as so? the East Coast because that to me those those two groups um went beyond they coach like just the vibe the energy that they give off mm-hmm. i think it's just beyond their coach like yeah of course you know their their hometown is always going to root for their hero they always going to do that right we know that for certain but I think people in New York love Outkast. I mean, shit, when they came up there and got their award. Southcast, I'm say. Yeah. Like, simple as that. That That's that's literally what, what the statement was. The South got something to say. Right. And I think that changed a lot of people's mindset about down South rappers. Uh, their mindset about New York rappers. And it's not so much that New York rap is better than anywhere else. It's just a different sound. Yeah, the pioneers and the culture came from New York. Everybody accepts that. Everybody acknowledges that. So, of course, once you get to a plateau where your MC in New York embraces you or acknowledges you as an MC, you know, it's a good feeling. You know, the yeah. hometown of the pioneers say, hey, you good enough that we fuck with you. Yeah, 1,000%. And I think Outkast has earned that credit 10 times over. Uh, I would agree with you. Um, I think in any other situation, that would be valid. But like if it was if it was outcast with another Southern act, you know, but I, I think New York bias will always, they will automatically root for their team. You know, um, both team, both camps are legendary. And I, oh, I would yeah. love, I would love to say, yeah, they both transcended, you know, areas and zip codes. It's just outcast and trap, but trap is a New York act. And hey, maybe this is the West Coast in me, the West Coast bias where I remember New York niggas saying we can't rap. So I, maybe this is that just me. <laughs> that just me. You know, so I'm, you automatically rooting for outcast. I'm automatic anybody gets New York, I'm against it. I'm still mad at KRS one. Um <laughs> look, the words of Wade <laughs> not the reflection of the words of the G and scandal the children. <laughs> Hey man, listen. His opinions are his opinions alone. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm cautious of any battle against a New York artist because the fan base is going to automatically say, "Hey, you won." Excuse me. Um, excuse me. Because uh, Thank you. Um, just look at Snoop and DMX. That's what I was just about to say. Goddamn. Um, it just, it just. Um, and to me, Snoop clearly won that battle, but. Everyone was saying DMX one just because of New York shit. <laughs> God damn. Bless you. I'm dying out here. Uh, 
anyway. You're not you're not you're not used to all this small. Yo, you done been you done been out of country, you done got fresh air and all of that. You came back. Like it's different over it's hard yo, to breathe. On the real, that, that's, <laughs> yo, me and my kid, my oldest was talking like that's really probably what it is. Cause it was it was like 80, 90 degrees out there, and now I'm back to it's like 50, and my whole shit is just like fucked up. Yeah. You can't you can't throw your body through them changes like that. Clearly. Clearly, because I've been sneezing like all day. This shit is crazy. So I'm fighting. I don't have the Rona. Sneezing <laughs> is not one of the symptoms in the Rona. Just want to let y'all know. Please don't have the Rona. Yeah, I don't have the Rona. Do not. Uh, continuing on here with the, um, the versus conversation. One thing I did want to talk about, I thought it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And it showed me one reason why I fuck with this guy. Um, Frederick Stark. No, Frederick Stark. Oh, we, we get into, into that one. That. Okay, yeah, yeah. we go into that. Retro was on a podcast with Van Lathan and some other miscellaneous guy. And I'm not disrespecting you by saying miscellaneous. I just don't know your name. So let's say miscellaneous. Um, so miscellaneous guy. <laughs> you know what that equates to? <laughs> don't say it. I know what you're going to say. I'm calling y'all bitches. Not because I got y'all bitches. <laughs> Cause just because I don't know your name. <laughs> I don't know your name. I'm miscellaneous. Uh, I'm glad you're right there with me. Yeah, so that's, I, why I, you, that's why you're my brother. My that's why you're my brother. Because as soon as you said it, I was just like, uh, nigga. Literally, I, literally, I was right there. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm not second. being disrespectful. I'm just I'm calling not, you bitches. Because I, yeah. I, I don't know you. I don't know your names individually. Individually. <laughs> Good evening, bitches. <laughs> so here's what happened. Uncle, he's just can't keep y'all catch y'all up. Niggas. Only <laughs> niggas do that type of shit. Bullshit. Like, like, oh, I, you know. I know your name, I just, you know, bitch, you know, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? You hoes. What? You hoes. What you mean? Well, no, 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 no. See, we're not going to go to the hoes. Give an example. I didn't say that's what he said. No, I'm but just saying. Usually, like, how that gets delivered is just like he said when he's like, oh, I know your name. Oh, you know, you bitches. You bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know your name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just call you bitch. Uh, for those who don't know what happened with, um, Fredro and Royce. I'm gonna just play the clips back to back and let y'all. And this shit happened. was random as fuck. Super random. Super First random. of all, super random. I, I, well, I let you, I let you, no, 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 because if I say it before you play the clip, they're not gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. So go ahead, play the clip. All right, so I'm gonna play Fredro, then I'm gonna play Royce's response. I was on tour with Royce the 5'9". That's well, my Royce nigga. Royce is a street nigga. You know That's saying? how I feel. We were, no, Royce we was on tour. Show, we was on the Nelly tour together. Real nigga. But this what I'm nigga, saying is rapper, I was trying to nerd, say that right? he would be in the nerd in part of rap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. With the word. That don't mean, what is that 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 don't mean you're not a street nigga, though. Uh, it that's what I was arguing. Yeah, you're right. I'm not, nobody never said that, but I'm just saying. Because you think Stick's a nerd. Yes. But he's a street nigga. But he's still okay. <laughs> niggas that read books, niggas that you know the nerdy niggas. Niggas that read books. You use Hey Fredro, my brother. Come here for a sec. Let me start by saying I have nothing but the sincerest admiration for your legacy and what you've contributed <laughs> to the culture. Um anytime that I ever speak about you in that regard, I'm always gonna make sure that it comes across clear and concise that it's respect to where it's nothing that you even would have to think about. Another thing I wanted to clear with you, I never had a problem being called a nerd or backpacker. That never was a trigger for me. I never thought 
that a hip-hop nigga, a lyricist, was like the juxtaposed version of a street nigga. I never thought the street niggas were the opposite. I never looked at that like that. Maybe it's just because I come from Detroit. But it's also one thing that I've never done. I've never done. And if you follow me, then you know. You never seen me play with niggas and you never seen niggas play with me. I don't let niggas play with me. I never let niggas play with me. You know what I'm saying? What I don't like to do is I don't like to play games. There's too much going on in the world right now. Like it's a very serious time. And I'm happy for y'all if y'all in a happy place. You and that other nigga. If y'all in a happy place, I'm cool. I'm, I'm glad for y'all. Van Lathan is my man. That's who I identify with as my man on that show. Uh, I, it was an honor and a privilege to go on tour with y'all back in the day. And um, I appreciate you calling me your man. But I would be remiss to not be completely transparent with you right now, legend, and let you know I am not your man. And I have no desire whatsoever to build any sort of relationship with you moving forward, just so we clear. So there's no reason for you to ever play with me again. I don't play. I don't like to play. Save that plan for a nigga that you plan with that's playing with you back. And I won't come over you. And I'm not gonna say it again, Fredro Star. You keep being a legend, and I'm gonna keep doing what the fuck I do. The next time you mention me, you mention me, and you give me the compliments or whatever. Yeah, so, um. Ah, oh, so much I wanna say. <laughs> I've been holding that for the whole time. <laughs> Listen. All right. So, Uncut Nation, if y'all remember a uh, couple shows back, when Bus called out T.I. And I say he did the most polite, disrespectful, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, Bus yeah. might be number two right now. Because <laughs> what Royce just did, right before he got into the shits, he gave him all his accolades, and even addressed him as a legend before legend. he got into the shits. Legend. <laughs> until, he hit him, a... until he hit them with the butt. Yeah, it's always the butt. It's oh, man, so it was an the... honor and privilege to be on tour with you back in the day. But let me tell you something. <laughs> I love it. Listen, I've always had a respect for Royce. And I'm not saying this for dick riding purposes or nothing crazy like that. Royce was like one of the dudes made me comfortable to rap with my glasses on. You know what I'm saying? That's how, how I go back with Royce. Uh, but the way he just articulated his displeasure <laughs> with this nigga. I've, when someone can tell you in a calm fashion and threaten your life, and that's the nature of a threat, believe him. This is not no rah rah. Oh, I'm shoot your mother. It's like, listen, I'm tell you something right now. <laughs> I'm going Angela. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't play with niggas like that. You don't play with Look, niggas like that. I've always been told, and I've been around niggas as well. <clears throat> when a nigga is rowdy in front of your face, usually you don't have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I've always, always been told, like, you're the calmest nigga that threaten your life. That's the nigga you got to watch. Like, a nigga that'll sit there and, like, and something happen, and you in 
everybody's in disbelief how calm they are and they just be like, I'm gonna kill you. And then just leave it at that. Like, I ain't gonna get into no description how I'm gonna do it or nothing mm-hmm. like that. Just calmly say that and then just sit there or just casually walk off. Like they didn't just make a threat on your life. That's literally what that was. And that, <laughs> first of all, when that nigga said, I have, <laughs> I have no desire to be a man. <laughs> he made that shit crystal fucking clear. So what I was, what I was going to say before the shit jumped off, which nobody is probably paying attention to, but it stuck out in my mind. Onyx and Royster Five Nine is on the Nelly tour. <laughs> That's a hell of a tour, right? <laughs> Bruh, how does that match? <laughs> like, soon as he said it, soon as Fredro was like. Yeah, I was touring with Royster Five Nine. We was on the Nelly tour. I'm just like, huh? <laughs> How does that match? Who put this tour together? <laughs> it doesn't Y'all match know at I all. Be keeping up with hip hop like that, and even I am like, huh? Yeah, that, that shit don't crazy. match Y'all at all. <laughs> None of them match. What None of those that? three acts match at all. Right. What made you do that? Oh my god! None of that shit matches at all. Yeah, that that's funny. <laughs> then you think about that. Yeah, um, none of that shit matches up. But I will say this: Fredro goddamn show his ignorance talking about he read books. You know the niggas that read books. Yeah. So that. anybody that reads books is a nerd to you, my nigga. Like that shit is is just stupid. It's just dumb as hell. Yeah, Fredro sure is. Fredro too old to be acting saying stupid shit like that. Like, dude, because he read books, he's a nerd. Like, come on, God. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, do your Googles. <laughs> nah, man. Nah. And and again, and from everything I've ever heard about Royce, he's not the one to play with. So why would you? And maybe there's more context to the conversation that we were not seeing. But why would you bring up Royce? I just think it, it's just... um. It's disrespectful in a disrespectful way. You know what I'm saying? It's not blatantly disrespectful. It's just like, yeah, this nigga Royce. Again, that's probably more context of the show. I didn't see the whole show. I just have clips I'm basing this off of. But fam, Royce, everything I've ever heard about Royce, he's not a dude to play with. Not like that. Not like, no, nah, not like that. He's not that guy. Nah, definitely not. But that, <laughs> but that shit was just dumb. Like, he's one of the nerdy niggas, you know. The, the nigga who read books. That, like, that's, that sounds like an old 90s like shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I don't I think I don't think Fredro ever got past his glass ceiling. Yeah, some niggas stuck in their second childhood. Exactly. You know stuck in time. Exactly. Oh, Fredro, if you didn't know that reference came from Nas, another nigga who read books. Read books. Niggas read books. Niggas articulate. Niggas read books, yo. Niggas read books. <laughs> that's your benchmark for, for nerd. But yo, exactly. That's my thing. It's like, so if a nigga <laughs> read a book, he's he's a nerd and he's in that category of rap. So every I honestly believe that every 
successful MC, rapper, artist, whatever you want to label them in. After school, at some point, read a book. I think you have to. If not, I'm not gonna say that. Was, I'm not gonna say that. If if not, your material is gonna get stale because you're gonna rap about the same shit all the time. You can't rap about bitches and weed all the time. You have to expand. That's like one album. If you're if you're or good, can you? Or can you? You can, but if you read a book, you can find a different way to articulate it. <laughs> now our lesson for today ladies and gentlemen is read a fucking read a book. book read a <laughs> fucking book yeah read a book see i don't know all them words from nowhere exactly <laughs> exactly um but yeah that was just I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still kicking himself in the ass for not using entanglement first a one thousand percent that's definitely a T.I. word. That is one thousand percent a T.I. word. <laughs> it's just, it's, it just goes to show the mindset of certain things. And I think you're right, G. Like, from a, a psychological standpoint, he's still stuck at that point where, and this is something I learned, like I said, I went to college for one year. Uh, some people... And you read they, a book while you was there. I read, I read, read a book. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a nerd. I read books. Uh, <laughs> some people in their life they get to a certain height and because in their head is the best it's ever going to be, they never get past that point. And I think if you look at the height of Onyx and who Fredro was, he's probably still that same person. I wouldn't doubt that. But the I sad wouldn't. part is that's like just like 20 plus years later. Yeah. This is before Sticky got his ass beat by the white boy. By the white boy, yeah. And the fucked up part is, he's always called the white boy. I don't know his name. I, you know what? I want to Google it, but I don't know what to Google. Sticky and the white boy? Like. <laughs> and I bet you that shit will pop right the fuck up, too. It probably, it probably, it probably. But, like, no, no, I've never heard anybody say his name. But, like, literally, quote, unquote, the toughest nigga out of Onyx that everybody felt would do the most damage that they res so, they respected his like him so much and his persona that when he got his ass beat that was the the fall of the whole group like oh y'all run with this nigga to get his ass beat with the white boy I'm so mad it literally comes up Simon Woodstock Simon Woodstock I told you if you yeah. Google Sticky versus the white boy that shit is gonna come the fuck up comes right up. <laughs> That shit comes right up. That's that's sad. That's sad. Um, I'm just I, I was a huge audience fan back in the day. Um, it's just it's just sad that to see some people you looked up to years ago are still stuck in that point in their life. It's it's just like, I mean, it's just like it's '98, it's '96. Like that shit is over, bitch. That shit is over, and and it's sad because at this point in hip hop, you have people that could could. Like older heads from hip hop are eating right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure that podcast, I'm not familiar with it, but you know, Sticky honestly coming with their own podcast, tell a bunch of stories about the shit they did when they were at the top of their peak. But for you to be stuck in this same old childhood, this is not survival of the illness, it's not death jam. Those days were over. 
You know what the crazy part is? That fucking CD was crazy. Oh yeah, I remember that. That, shit. that whole campaign, the survival of the illest shit, that oh, yeah. shit was fucking nuts. Yeah, that's when Def Jam. That's when Leo Cohen and then we had Def Jam. That's when shit was crazy. I, I, no, I remember that shit crazy. I remember. I remember. Um, it's just sad though. It's just sad because I was a huge Honest fan and I'm a huge Royce fan. I think I'm more of a Royce fan as a person than an Onyx fan as a rap. You know what I mean? So it just fucked up. And, and just right and wrong, right and wrong shit, you know what I mean? But continuing all this beef shit we talking about here. Uh, 50 Cent had an interview and they asked 50 like, yo, would you do a versus? He was like, yeah, I do a versus. I, who, they were like, well, who would you do a versus with? He said game, but, 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 Game couldn't play any records with 50 on. So here's the thing. Game has an extensive catalog of records that don't have 50 on. Right? right. I know, I know because I'm a game fan, I have games albums. However, in a versus head to head, I don't know if those records would beat the 50 records. Like bigger than me is a crazy record. Crazy record from game, but you can't put I don't think you can put that against I get money. You know what I'm saying? Like game does not have a record without 50 on it that can go against a 50 record that doesn't have game on it. Um I don't think game has a record by himself. That can go against a 50 record. Because some of the biggest games records I'm thinking of have a feature. Right. That well, that's why I said without 50 on it. Because he he'll have a feature. He'll have a feature. Like even the Drake 100 joint goes hard. Right. That's why I say he doesn't have a feature without 50 right. on it that can go against a 50 now, track. I'll be honest. So, like, and I think that's that's how 50 is playing his hand. Like, right. bro, like, yeah, you got some sh- you got some shit with me on it that that might knock me out the box. But if I take that away from you, if you can't use me against me, you right. can't beat me. Right. So literally, what 50 is saying, the only nigga who can beat me is me. <laughs> and and then you take away, let's say you take away game first two albums. Because the fifty was hand was a lot on the he was G unit back then. You leave game you leave game with a bunch of records that are good records. Like I said, I'm a game fan, but like you said earlier, it just can't beat fifty. Like I think the, the best game record without a feature is probably bigger than me. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm discounting the first two albums totally. I'm just not even counting those. I don't know the whole G unit shit. Um, but like I'm playing I play shit right now. This shit was hard. Bigger than me was a hard record. Um, if I can get it queued up here, give me a second. Y'all know how to shit go. These n- 
niggas ain't bigger than me. These niggas ain't Nas, ain't jigger than me. These niggas ain't M, they ain't 50 to me. You ain't Pawn, you ain't Pop, you ain't Biggie to me. These niggas ain't Crips, they ain't 60s to me. These niggas ain't Bloods, they ain't dripping with me. Niggas talking that shit by the new generation, man. Fuck these niggas, I slash your fucking faces. You niggas ain't so shit. Alright, yeah, that was a hard record. But, like, 50 can play the fucking power theme song. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's not a good, I would love to see it because, you know, of course, with, with you see Gucci and Jeezy squashing the other issue, you want to see everybody squash this shit. Everybody's in the Kumbaya state. I would love to see it and say the shit is squashed because 50 said it, it's, they don't know in beef no more. But, I don't think it's fair. And, and, and on the on the other end, Fifty don't have a lot of records either. That could say win in a versus. Fifty's um, first album and some of the second album. I mean, and, I get fifty-three albums. And then if we get into the G Unit cuts, if you do the G Unit cuts, games. But then you go into mixtape shit too, and you you do the same shit with game. I mean, game got twenty minutes freestyles. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting. I'm not sitting down for a two hours versus to listen to a twenty minute freestyle. We're not doing that. <laughs> it'll be interesting, but it'll, I think this is the only battle that it wouldn't be East Coast versus West Coast because a lot of people don't look at game as West Coast, even though he is the epitome of West Coast. The epitome. Okay. That's that's too far. Yeah, yeah. But he's okay. a West. He's he's one thousand percent a West Coast dude. Like it's not yeah, a question. Let's, let's reel reel that back in. We not no no not the epitome. My fault. I, th- <laughs> no. I take that. I take that. No sir. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> not the not the epitome. I take that. Somebody fucking up. <laughs> but he's definitely a West. You Coast see what dude. happened when he come back to this side of the country and the air act. different. I don't know how to act. See? I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him because I thought he was showing up going to throw Pac in there, but maybe I was confused. I mean, because you got to look at Pac is... Well, technically, know. Pac is not West Coast. Pac didn't come from the West Coast. I mean, Pac transcends coast. You know what I mean? It's like... So, see, see, I told you. I told there you. we go. See, now, 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 now if he was going to say the epitome, I'm thinking we talking somewhere like... You know, Snoop. we snuck. We we talking Snoop. We talking corrupt. We talking about crooked eye. Crooked. You know, we we talk about Kendrick. We talking about yeah. Nip. Like game. Yeah. You said the there's epitome? a lot. There are a lot. The epitome. I would say Kendrick is the new West Coast. Um, corrupt is the OG of Kendrick, and there's Snoop. Of course, people still living through that. Um, but I think I think to a New York nigga. Game is like the cool West Coast guy. You know I had to ch- I had to check niggas on that. <laughs> when niggas was like, oh, who's Nipsey? <laughs> Nipsey's West Coast. Oh. He he is the coast. Niggas was like Kendrick's the coast. I said no. <laughs> no, no, no. I said no. I right, let, let me explain this. <laughs> Kendrick has transcended past the coast. Yeah, Kendrick, Kendrick well, has he yet? Yes. You, what you mean? <laughs> he transcended past the coast way beyond. Oh shit! No, hold on, man. Um, bruh, bruh, cut the, the shit. West Coast? Cut the shit. 
Don't do that, Wade, because even I have to say that. Because Cut this shit, Wade. Like, Come on, bruh. I didn't know he Kendrick been transcended it. past he the coast. They were bumping his shit so fucking hard over here on the East Coast. This is the, the point for me when Kendrick, and I say for me personally, and then I'll take it back to we can go to the marketing shit and talk numbers. But for me personally, when Kendrick transcended the coast was when he did the cypher on the BT joint and he spazzed and goddamn was going at Drake. He was like, ha ha, joke's on you. That's when he transcended the coast. He transcended the coast when that nigga said he's the king of New York. But I mean, that's for me personally. Now, now, album-wise, to Pimp a Butterfly, bro, come on. That transcended the coast. I mean, listen, I can't argue with you, bro. You know, I'm team TDE all day. I'm not saying it just... He transcended the coast after that, bro. It's just, I think, I think, for me, this is is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm feeling. I think when people, when you said transcend, right, like Mm -hmm. a pop, for example, like pop. You think of pop, you don't think automatically California. You think of pop. You think of pop. Even when I think of Kendrick, I still think of California. I still look at him as a West Coast artist. Now, he may be bigger than just a West Coast artist. That goes without saying. But when I look at Kendrick, and it's just, again, just me, I still think of California. With pop, even with Nip at some point, and see, it's that's just, my. It's, it's confusing that's... with Nip because Nip's music is so West Coast. That's but my Nip point. Himself is hip hop. That's my. All right. So my point. When I talk to anybody about Kendrick, I don't think of the West Coast. I just think Kendrick is a hell of a fucking artist, and he's nice as a bitch. And there's really not too many people that can fuck with him, new or old. Period. I don't think of him as a West Coast artist. When I talk, when I think about Nip, the first thing I think about is the West Coast. First. I can understand that. I can definitely understand that. When I think about game, I just think about, oh, this nigga just names names all the time. Well, I don't, I don't think about a coast when it comes to game. I don't. I mean, that's a very, that's a very valid point. I, I don't think, no, I think about it. And once again, just me being from from there. I think I do. Like what game I think of West Coast. I think Chuck is Chuck. I mean, his 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 name is Chuck Taylor. Like it's just with Kendrick, maybe because of the age thing for me, I still think I just think it's the new California. He's still California, it's just the new California is what California is. It's like like Tyler Creator is California, but you don't think of West Coast or Tyler Creator. I don't at all. That, Tyler, the creator, is just Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator, right. That nigga's just everywhere. <laughs> right, right. So for me, like, Tyler transcends the coast, but not in a way like you like you don't think of I still think very much think of the coast of Kendrick. Think Snoop. Pac, I don't, because Pac is Pac. I mean, that's what I sit back because I mean Kendrick is the king of rap right now. I still think Kendrick's the king of rap, um, the king of New York. So I, I so completely get the logic of people like, oh yeah, wait, you tripping. I guess just the way I look at it because I'm from 
but totally off topic like we always do. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in the same time zone. <laughs> really? So that's who we doing. I, I mean, worldwide wave, baby. Uh, <laughs> on another note, about to not about to buy another boat, take you know. another vacay. What what old say? I'm gonna swear with no mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> and there were no mosquitoes. There were See, no mosquitoes. You, you, you know what? Continuing on with the rundown. <laughs> <laughs> the rundown. The rundown. Listen, the rundown. I, I can't even. Damn, I can't say what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> it, let's continue on. Uh, and uh, and uh, what it looks like our weekly Tory versus Meg update. God damn it. Uh, <sighs> Tory ple- pleaded not guilty to felony assault charges. Like we knew that was going to happen. He's not gonna say I did it. He's been he's been on this bullshit for a while now. Uh, but I guess the interesting development in this whole situation is Meg dropped her album Good News on Friday. Make sure you go pick it up. And this Tory, but this them and let me make sure I understand this over the Who Shot You beat. I haven't listened to it. I'm a little confused. Um, Let's just pull this up. Yeah, because um, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense, right? It 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 doesn't. It it it's confusing on on several standards on several standards, right? Because well, to it, understand the confusion, I think Uncut Nation has to understand the situation about. They have to understand the beat's origin. And how it came into hip hop. You don't jump on, you only get on that beat for one of two reasons. Somebody throws it on in the freestyle and you just want to go the fuck off. Right. But if you consciously pick that beat, it is sending a message that the allegations and everything in the press might not be true. It's, let, let me play a snippet from this thing here. I'm just gonna play it a little bit because y'all can hear what we're talking about. Imagine niggas lying by shooting the real bitch. Just a safe face for rapper niggas you chill with. Imagine me giving a fuck it was your fucking birthday. You and your feelings, I just thought it was another Thursday. Now imagine me cop blocking niggas on some dry shit. I don't want you on a bitch, believe you wouldn't have been invited. And if it wasn't for me, same week you'd have been invited. You off the ends, not the talk. I guess that made my friend excited. Hmm. Now y'all in cahoots. Hmm. You a pussy bitch. You shot a 510 bitch with a 22. Talking about bones and tendons like them bullets wouldn't pellets. A pussy nigga with a pussy. All right. Um, who shot you? The origins of who shot you? For those who don't know who shot you, uh, and if you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you know the origins of who shot you. But anyway, please know the origins of who shot you if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, Biggie B Smalls created who shot you, rumored to be about. Pop, he got shot in New York five times. Another confirmed, uh, speculated throughout hip hop history and hip hop lore. Uh, yeah, uh, and this was what create what made Pop drop, hit him up, and all these things. And that's a short, abbreviated version. It's more to it, but let's just get on with the show. Uh, for Meg to ram over this, well, first for Meg to make this um, 
music. Because at one point, we went from Meg not talking about the shit at all to Meg telling everything in the video to now Meg is rapping about the shit. I don't know how I feel about this. So, as I mentioned offline, her dropping her project and having that disc on on there, it has now become a one-sided conversation because everybody is like, Meg went off, um, you know, everything she's saying is correct. It's a, she got her shit off this and the third. But nobody wanted to hear Tory's side. Now, I'm not defending Tory. Let's get that clear. But her making this move now makes me question motives, makes me question scenario because now she's the aggressor in this situation and it's a lot of conflicting imagery at this point conflict a lot of conflicting mannerisms like even in the song you're talking about if it wasn't for you he would have been indicted the same day but at first you was playing the victim you didn't want to get another black man in jail Uh and so on and so forth and you were reclined and trying to keep things out of the public and now one of the most infamous beats in hip-hop that can be attributed to quote-unquote a whole war between coast you jump on to speak your piece about something that you didn't even want to talk about that from your own lips you were trying to keep out of the public's eye. It, it, it's, I don't know who's advising her because that's not a move I would have made. Like I would have told her, you don't do this. You can't, can't win. This is not the move for me. Um, and again, I'm not, because I know people have embraced Megan in a way where you can't talk about her like the internet has embraced Megan in a way like if you talk bad about Megan you're talking bad about black women and that's not what I'm doing if y'all know me y'all know that's not my bitch but I don't think this was a smart move for her to have and I have to completely agree it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me in any way shape or fashion at all because it's it's out of character yeah it, it is as you said, she's become the aggressor now. It went from I'm a victim, this nigga shot me. I was in a bikini by myself, this nigga shot me. To fuck you, you shot me. So what? Um, it's an awkward place. And of course, Tory is, I like to say, pleaded not guilty. I think he's gonna, he's created reasonable doubt. And that's really all you need to get off of the case like this. Um, what I'm surprised of is that he's outside with this. Like, he's out, like, it's no big deal. I'm outside. Can't nobody touch me. Can't nobody fuck with me. Now that I'm advocating violence on anyone, that's not what I do. I'm just saying that 
if people rad for making the way they're supposed to do on the internet, like you don't have to act on the internet, I'm really surprised nothing's happened to him yet. That's neither here nor there. Uh, it just puts me in an awkward, from the outside looking in, it puts me in an awkward situation. Because I want, I want justice to be served. And and for a long time, I've said on this podcast myself, I believe what Megan said it just makes sense. It just made, even before all the details came out, I believed it because it made, the story made sense. But now I'm starting to look at things again. Like, hold on. Why are we, why are you talking, why, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? It's, it's the reason without. And in a situation where someone gets shot, there shouldn't be a reason without. It should be clear cut. Case dismissed. Send this nigga to jail. But now I gotta look at it like, okay, Meg, what were you doing? Because, and not to say that anyone gets provo- provokes enough anyone to get shot, but did you did you provoke him? Did you do something crazy? As I mean, I still stick to what I said initially when we got to talking about it. Short of him putting a, short of her putting a gun to his head, any scenario does not call for him to pull out and shoot her. Right, 1,000%. That's my point. That's what but, I say. And, and I, say, I say but because at this point, so much information has come out and the roles have changed so much. I'm like, I'm even wondering if Meg know who shot her. See, and, and it's created that reason because we think about it, we went from last month talking about this to we were all convinced throw Tori under the jail. Now we just like, did that really happen? Because I mean, as we've been saying through the whole thing developing, none of it makes sense, and as mm-hmm. Scan has campaigned for until like basically we'll never know because the only people that know are the people that were in the car and and they're going to continue to do a little in the window little uh what do you call subliminal statements i don't really think there's even a full like sense of what really happened at this point because it seems like everybody was fucked up and drunk that night like, let's just be honest about that. Like, it seems like everybody was acting out that night in one way or a fashion. And now we're in a scenario where, like, how are we supposed to hold someone responsible where nobody's giving a straight, like, a straightforward statement, in my opinion. Like, maybe I need to go listen to her full album, and I feel like, once again, I feel like I'm going to go listen to it, but it's never going to really tell me directly what is what. Right. So, like, the, the clearest statement we got was the video she made, but now... It's like I wanted it to go to court. That's what I want. Yeah. I want it to go to court. I want to hear evidence. I want to hear what they have. That's that's this unfortunately that's one of those scenarios that we have to go back to <laughs> the system that we really don't like going to. But for this scenario, we need it right now. Because <laughs> it seems like everybody's like all over the place about what really happened, what didn't really happen, you know? So I, unfortunately I have to stand on that stand on that again. Until somebody really comes out straightforward about what really happened verbatim and they know for a fact that's what it is, I'm just going to take it for just sales, just for sales, album sales again. I don't know what else to really take it as right now. That's really what it feels like. Right. Exactly. I don't know if he really did it or not, and that's unfortunate because 
I hate to assume or accuse somebody that may have not done something wrong. And now you've got they've got their fans in between this space of trying to figure out what what the real thing is here. But they're all making album sales at the same time. You feel me? Yeah, like, I just bingo. don't know how to feel about it anymore. Now, it's hard for me to look at her as a victim, and it's hard for me to look at him as a victim. Because both of y'all motherfuckers ain't acting like victims right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the God's honest truth. That's where we're at this place. Exactly. And I'm not saying she isn't one, but he may be one too. And because we will never get a definitive answer, unfortunately, we are on the outside looking at this and all I can see is for what it is right now. And all I see is them just capitalizing off a scenario that was just unfortunate and still has not been made clear about what happened, you know? And now it's like a tug of war system, you know, between his fans saying that nah, he ain't doing and her fans saying that, yeah, he did it, or vice versa. You know what I mean? It's just like a lot's going back and forth on it. And once again, it's just allowing people to continue to talk about it. But I still haven't seen anything go to court. I, I just want to wait for it to go to court. That's really what yeah. I want. I, think, and I, I don't want to say no more about it. You know what's crazy? And I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't think it's going to go to court. I think um, something's going to happen where it's going to settle. It's going to settle. Wait. It's not a criminal case. Oh, it's, not, it's a civil. It's criminal, not civil. But I think he's going to like plead guilty to something, a, a, a small, I think I said it's a lesser charge, a lesser yeah. charge. And it'd be time served and we'll never know. Like, well, that's what happens when you got money. Yeah. The thing I, I will say the biggest hiccup in the whole thing for me that changed my perspective was the fact that Meg and her best friend ain't cool no more. Right. So that also tells you something. Exactly. Well, one of the, remember one of the stories we heard was that it came out that he was fucking Meg and her best friend, and Meg got mad and all this other shit happened, and that led, led to the shoot. But as, as you clearly heard her say on the Who Shot You beat, yeah, pitch basically pitching me getting mad about some shit like that. Right. So, here's, like I mean, like it's ba- it's basically her saying I'm the hottest bitch in the game, pitching me. Getting mad about you fucking her, right? So, okay, me putting on my my law law hat for one time. Legal thing I went through school shit. If I was the DA, here's what we got: D-Star. We got you on attempted murder, right? But if you plead guilty to this gun charge, we'll dismiss the attempted murder. And put you on probation for five, ten years or some wild shit. You can avoid jail time that way. Who wouldn't take that? But if you're a good lawyer, you would say, well, hey, if you plea bargain with me, that means you don't got shit. So I'm going to fight. But I don't know how niggas is built. He might just take it just to, you know what I'm saying, get it over with. Yeah, and that's usually what that's usually what ends up happening one one way or another. Cause that's that's really what it looks like. If if I was if I was the DA, I'd be like, yeah, this was going on. We got you on this, this, and this. But if you plead guilty to this, plead guilty, we'll dismiss the rest of it. Time served. You're on probation for five years, whatever. And that that'll be the end of it. And we'll never ever know. And unconditional mark my words. If this happened, remember, 
when he said it first. But as someone who has experience in, in legal matters, that's where I will position it. That's how I will position it, put it that way. Um, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It does. You, you still get a win. You, you go from a guaranteed, you go from a possible loss to a guaranteed win. Yeah. And as a, as a DA, as an attorney, as a prosecutor, that's all you want. You want guaranteed wins. So you position yeah. yourself in that way. So we may never know what really happened or for lack of a better pun, um, who shot Meg, but I, don't, I just don't like the direction this is going in. At don't. all. At all. But let's continue. Let's get ready to get out of here. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention. Oh, well, speaking of people who got shot, let's get to that whack segue but hey uh it's a segue nonetheless 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 um listen i'm supposed to go to texas in a couple of months i'm not going <laughs> uh like, you just came from out of country hey man you know worldwide right, way right, baby. Right. like you made that say like texas was such a big thing compared to where the fuck, where the fuck he was at <laughs> like he went down there with the cartels <laughs> and the drug lords and shit <laughs> Hey, fuck? listen, listen, man. This nigga over there, feet kicked up like everything hunky-dory. <laughs> but here's what nobody, the subtle flex of that picture, the customs, the custom sandals with my name on them, nobody even said anything about that. Go back to that picture. Okay, Nation, go back to the picture of me on my, on my Instagram and me on the beach of Medellin with the custom sandals See, with my name. Notice what he said. <laughs> Medellin. <laughs> with the cocktails. The custom sandals with my name on it. Nobody said anything. Nobody said nothing. First of oh. all, Medellin. Medellin. <laughs> Kick, got his feet kicked up on Medellin. Amen. Anybody that know anything about Medellin. Amen. And this well, nigga talking like about, it. I ain't going to Texas. Nigga. <laughs> you know what? But it said, well, I can't life always be the season. Amen. Word. Tell that to everybody else that was at Medellin before you. <laughs> Um, who does this? That's all I, that's all I can you, say. You, <laughs> you do this. this. Apparently, this it's a good shit, feeling, man. It's a good feeling. Shit, hell, look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy. But <laughs> what I was saying was <laughs> the reason because a lot of rappers are getting shot in Texas. It looks like Benny the Butcher. The Butcher's coming, nigga. Um, Boosie, Boosie got shot in Texas, and the rumor was for a while he's gonna have to get his leg decapitated because his his um, diabetes, that of course was just a rumor that didn't come true. He, he, yeah, he, he said he still got his leg. He tweeted he was good. Um, it's just, you know, a lot of people are going to, a lot of rappers are going to Texas and getting shot. And I'm not a rapper, but I look like one. So I may not be going there. You got, got that Rick Ross. Look. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nation, if you can see this, you know, you know, I can't, I can't even say that right now. <laughs> Listen, this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a gag for a long time. Okay, Nation, y'all gonna have to deal with this shit. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going on in Texas. Before I do, because we've been going for the last few weeks, I do want to say a rest in peace. Shout out to um, King Bond, to Mo. A lot of people have been losing. A lot of rappers, you know, have been losing their life lately. Um, yeah, be more careful, black men. We have to take ourselves. It's, it's a crazy world out there. Um, so it's, we, we got to make sure we do the right thing. And we both were men that were fathers. 
I'm, I'm seeing on Instagram. I'm not familiar with their work, but I see a lot of people, um, a lot of people, a lot of people that I know and respect their opinion. Um, definitely were shooken up by their deaths. deaths. So condolences to these people, um, rest in pieces and all that. Uh, I, I just, you always hear about hearing young brothers losing their life. Um, whether they're famous or not, I just hate hearing shit like that. I hate, hate it, especially when you're on the uptick, you know, your, your life is moving up and it's taken away from you. I hate stuff like that. Uh, on a lighter note, before we get out of here, uh, Chris Brown um, went on Twitter and was talking about possibly a joint with Drake. I, I will tell you all this incarnation. Well, me... he mentioned that first on what you call it the 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 Fat Joe joint. The yeah, the Fat Joe. Um, the the, the what's he, what do you call it, Joe? Jopra, Jopra okay. show. Yeah, he mentioned that on there. Listen, uh, I will tell you this nation. If Drake and Chris Brown release a, a joint album, that's the that's, whole summer. That's the <laughs> my, exactly what I was thinking. I lost the entire summer. That's the whole summer. The entire summer of ladies. I right, I'm gonna say this and uncut nation. I wish y'all could see me. Right now, because I'm about to look into the camera and I'm about to be very stern with what I'm saying. Notice the hand <laughs> gestures and everything. If Chris Brown and Drake drop a joint project, ladies, I need y'all to bring sundress season back to its full potential because it's been mm. trash for like the past three years. Mm. I don't know what y'all talking about. Because hey, oh. Okay, okay. Don't don't do me. Don't sun, do me. Sun, sundress season has been trash for about the past three years. Damn it, but y'all, but y'all expect us to show up in the gray sweatpants consistently every fall and winter. No, y'all. Right. No, no. If Drake and Chris Brown drop a joint project, sundresses better be every fucking where. If they call even, the album Sundress Season. Look, I'll even take it further back. Tennis skirts. Tennis? <laughs> you trying to get people pregnant. That's pregnant. Tennis that's skirts, slouch socks, and Tim's. If you from fucking Richmond, you know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> that's the nine-month flu. Man. <laughs> Listen. But at least, should... sun, at least... At least put sundress season back to its potential if they drop this project. Please, 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 please. An entire please. album of these please, two. Please. please. <laughs> Listen, an entire album of these two. That's the whole summer. Nobody nobody better drop that summer. Nobody nobody breathes. Nobody. Nobody moves. Nothing moves. Nothing moves at all. <laughs> what the fuck? Moves. What the fuck you gonna do? What you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Drake and Chris Brown on the same project, which I'm pretty sure they're going to have individual songs and then songs where it's just one of them on the hook and it's the other song. And then they're going to have just joint songs. What do you do? And then and then picture COVID being over. Man. First time you can go outside and you hear Drake and Chris Brown on the hook. First of all, I don't whether COVID's over or not, 
it's gonna be a lot of babies in 2022. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of them things. 1,000%. Like the, the baby boom for prior years. It's <laughs> not gonna have anything on that. All of them gonna be, what, let's see. We look, we looking like, like what, March? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like March, April ish, depending on when they get started. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I'm I'm waiting for it. Uh, especially, I got things this summer. Um, the return of Bamadon, I think, is coming this year. Oh lord, I hope. I hope. Oh, this shit about to be a whole new fucking turn up. Look, see me. I see you. <laughs> I see you right. <laughs> so uh it might be litty yo bam bam <laughs> keep him on a leash bro please he gotta make it back listen litty uh but let's get ready to get out of here um gee what do you got streaming for us this week man uh, let's see. Uh, we got Horseshoe Gang, Music the Riot 2, The Baby, My Brother's Keeper, Long Live G, Meek Mill, Quarantine Pack. <sighs> of course, I got to listen to Megan, Good News, uh, French Montana, CB5, Jeezy, the, uh, mm-mm-mm. sorry, my fucking screen blacked out real quick. Hold on. Okay, it won't come back fully. Shit. Okay. Uh Cassius. County Hound Five. Uh I'ma check. Even though I'm weary about listening to a whole project for these two, I'm gonna give it a go. Future and Lil Uzi, Pluto and Baby Pluto. Uh Goody Mob, Survival Kit. Two chains, so help me God. Uh, Salam Remy, Black on Purpose, Razcast. I'm not clearing shit. Uh, Fora uh, with Love Two. I've been enjoying what I've seen off of DJ K Slay's tape, Homage, and. Because she popped up out of nowhere, I gotta make sure her love. Vivian Green. Love absolute. Shout out to Viv. Hey, I have a Vivian Green story I cannot share with y'all. It goes back to So why would you even say that? <laughs> well, no, you know the Vivian Green story. Remember um Dignan Creeks? <laughs> oh, oh. Gotcha. Yeah, so shout out to Viv. Uh, always got love for her. Always got love for her. Um, um the thing I heard from the K Slate tape, he had a song um, with 50 people rapping. And that shit was fucking amazing. The lineup was crazy. It's an 18 minute track and some change. And it's Pioneers on there, it's Vets on there, it's up and comers on there that have solidified their spot. And then there's some people on there that I didn't even know they existed, but for the fact that they on that that 
that particular track is like, oh, okay. So somebody thinks highly of enough of you to put you on that. Right. So um, I, I'm gonna sit down and listen to it. I gotta listen, get back into listening to music, more music. Uh, yeah, I mean, so. when you when you kicked up by the Medellin, which you, you know, you personalized chicletas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, uh, it's kind of it's kind of difficult to come back to the real world. <laughs> and and I'm I'm still I'm still adjusting. Like I was I was telling uh my kids like I gotta I'm still stuck on um Brazilian time here. <laughs> like I gotta get my um time frame right. Um, so I'm still I'm still adjusting. And like I said, clearly the weather has definitely got me. Uh, the change in weather because it's freezing out here now, and I'm still thinking. I'm still walking around in shorts. Oh, I can't even say that. My God, it's so much I want to say. I can't say. Uh, but I will say I have fun. Shout out to the people of uh, Colombia who take good care of me, and I'm leaving at that. But let's get ready to get out of here. Uh, scan had to depart for a second. So I'm going to play her vibe of the week. It's, and I hope I don't pronounce it and scan will cuss me out if I did. Uh, it's Danile. I think that's Danile. With Monique here on the vibe of the week. Cause life is a 
Nothing I'm talking is cheap. I just might speed through your block in my Jeep. Big money speech in my pockets, Monique. That was Lay with Monique and I'm going to be the cornball here and say I actually just got what she was saying. Her pockets are fat like Monique, you know, from, right. from the Parkers, like Monique. So I was like, oh. He's, oh. Bar. That, deep is, that, that beat is pretty dope, though. I, yeah. I rock um, Yeah. Okay. So. So. Rihanna's lane is wide open, apparently. Clearly. That was very um, Robin-esque. I could I could definitely hear Rihanna, but but yeah. Rihanna don't Rihanna don't do music, so yeah, Rihanna, yeah, she don't. Yeah. She make she make so somebody right got to step in. Yeah, she making laundry right now. She not fucking with us. <laughs> she has stuff to do. She not fucking with us. I mean, y'all throw a shot of Rihanna like that. I mean, hi Rihanna. Hi Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, she not I'm, I'm still pawn the replay, Rihanna. I I ain't, you know. I'm I'm not always I'm not back to when everybody was over the moon for her when Jay got his hands on her and started changing her. I mean, I remember Ponda. Of course, I can pay attention to the whole. Yeah, Ponda replay Rihanna was my shit. That whole fucking track, I was like, oh, bet. I mean, this about to go in the reggae mix. Until Hope said, "No clouds in my stone." <laughs> I, I Ella, she, Ella, <laughs> Ella, you know, Ella. I ain't know who she was till then, so I'm just keeping the buck. Yeah, you Sorry. you was tripping. Sorry, Rihanna. Keeping the buck. But listen. <laughs> Sorry, Rihanna. Sorry, Rihanna. <laughs> That's our show. Uh, I apologize about today. She shows a little bit of everywhere, and I apologize. It's, it's my fault. Blame Wade. My engine a little everywhere. I got new things going on right here. Um, my lisp is crisp. So <laughs> my lisp is crisp. <laughs> so I'm a little bit everywhere right now. Uh, wow. Timestamp. Look, scan. Timestamp that dated. <laughs> my lisp is crisp. My lisp is crisp. That's yeah. right, son. Oh no. my god. A little bit of right oh there. my god. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there you so, go. That's the tagline. That's it. I'm That's not it. With you. That's the tagline from now on. <laughs> Who does this besides me? Hey. My lisp is crisp. <laughs> <laughs> Who does this? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> this is fucking kid. <laughs> Listen, we'll be back to normal next week, hopefully. No, we um, won't. Yeah, I don't know. No, we won't. <laughs> Cut it out. It's, it's a new day. Y'all should be scared. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we we dialing down the end of 2020. Yeah. I will the, say. The lisp is crisp. The lisp is crisp. So, uh, nigga, we ain't not about to be back to normal. I will say that uh, the end of the year list is coming, like we like to do every year for y'all. Um, like we about to do it this time. I go, oh, man. Uh, 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 fuck Kanye. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Um, a lot's coming up, y'all. We got we got things coming up because you know things have changed. My list was Chris. Tan, tan is impeccable. Lord um, Jesus. Now, see, and you see how he building on the nail scan. He I adds know, to it. Distracting him, Wade. My he lisp is inc- <laughs> my lisp is crazy. Yeah. My tan is impeccable. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's been a good thing. It's been a good year. This is what happens when you when you kick up your jacletas on the Medellin. I mean, listen. It's beautiful sightseeing. It's beautiful worldwide. Wait, I gotta look up to my name, man. This is this guy. This guy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As I pour another, as I as I pour a glass of wine. Pour a glass of wine. Scan. Tell the good people from Nation where can they follow you at. Well, you can follow me on my Scan A1 page, and that's gonna be first name Scan S C A N last name A1 A Y E O N. Yes, I did say scan A1 because I really mean that shit. But anyway, you can also catch me on Sweet Talk or on the Three Sweet Talkers. That's our IG and our Twitter, which is going to be three, the number three, sweettalkers.com. Um, you can also catch us out on the cultureplay.com forward slash sweet talk. Um, and definitely come check me out on my OnlyFans uh, page as well. Um, I definitely take requests and I'm going to start going live soon. So if you're interested in that. Definitely go ahead and sign up. Um, it's onlyfans.com forward slash need some more. And that's going to be N-E-E-D-S-O-M-E-M-O-O-R-E. Yes, I swear Nisa. <laughs> Nisa Moore comes from need some more. <laughs> Sounds like that's a great name, Nisa Moore. I know, I know. It is a great name. Oh, and let me not forget. You also got to check me out on my Twitter and my IG as well. My IG is Nisa.more and then Twitter is going to be at more Nisa. Wonderful, wonderful. And G, where can the, the good people find you at? Underscore G, underscore L-I. Instagram and Twitter is the same. Um, as far as for me, yours truly, don't forget to follow spot the podcast at wordsofway.com on Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, yeah, and wordsofway.com. Follow me at the way blogs. Sounds like what it is. Um, everywhere. Chicago. Chicletta Wade. Worldwide Wade. Everywhere with Facebook. <laughs> um, Mark Zuckerberg, fuck you. Uh, uh, you gotta, you gotta let it go. Fuck work. You gotta let it go. Hey, man, they pissed me off. I emailed, you know, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> email, oh, there's a day. They still didn't give me shit. Um, anyway, uh, everywhere but Facebook, uh, the Wade blogs, Instagram, Twitter, I need followers. Fuck with your boy. Um, I think that's it, man. Anything else? Anything else? I think that's it. Nothing else popped up. That's it. That's it. All right. I so, think that's it. All right. So, as always, as always, you may agree with what we say. Okay. You may not agree with what we say. Uh huh. One thing you can't agree with. What's that? Keep it uncut. Uncut. All right. So next time, we catch on in that. Shit. Yeah. Recording. Yeah. <laughs> <Chicletto> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye.